We're looking for people who have been blessed by this free podcast and our free daily marriage prayer emails and who want to help be a blessing to others. Creating and hosting this podcast and sending out our daily emails do incur a financial cost. And we want to invite you to join our faithful patron team to help financially support these resources so that they can remain free for all who need them. Please join our patron team today and become one of the faithful financial supporters who desires to help bless thousands of marriages around the world. Your support will help us pay for the creation, hosting, and promotion of our podcast and daily emails. Thank you, and we hope to see you become a Marriage After God patron. Hey, we're Aaron and Jennifer Smith with Marriage After God. Helping you cultivate an extraordinary marriage. And today we're going to share an easy resource to help you start a family Bible time today. Welcome to the Marriage After God podcast, where we believe that marriage was meant for more than just happily ever after. I'm Jennifer, also known as Unveiled Wife. And I'm Aaron, also known as Husband Revolution. We have been married for over a decade. And so far, we have four young children. We have been doing marriage ministry online for over seven years through blogging and social media. With the desire to inspire couples to keep God at the center of their marriage, encouraging them to walk in faith every day. We believe the Christian marriage should be an extraordinary one, full of life, love, and power that can only be found by chasing after God. Together. Thank you for joining us in this journey as we chase boldly after God's will for our life together. This is Marriage After God. Hey, thank you for joining us on another episode of the Marriage After God podcast. I hope you're enjoying them. Uh, Jennifer wants to share with you um, someone that we, we, a ministry that we really enjoy, that we love, and we've uh, kind of uh, uh, gleaned from over the years. So why don't you share about that? Yeah. um, First, I should, I feel like just saying, hi, everyone. (laughs) (laughs) When Aaron does the introduction, sometimes I'm just sitting back listening to, but I'm here. Um, And I wanted to share about Sally and Clay Clarkson's ministry. Um, They've been doing this since the early uh, 1990s. And they have, um, they have four children who are all adults now, but um, they, they have poured their hearts, their livelihood into these ministries that they've built. Um, they have over 20 books and devotionals geared towards um, biblical family and marriage and mm-hmm. helping through parenting. And we, like Aaron said, we've been impacted by uh, by their ministry and all the things that they've produced for our benefit. Mm-hmm. Um, they, they Their hearts are to encourage couples, to encourage parents in uh, the way that we do life and to do it biblically. And uh, I've been able to have the privilege to build a friendship with Sally over the years and because of blogging and podcasting and being authors. And so I've just, I just want to say she is authentic. She is lovely. She, she's one of those people that just invites you in and welcomes you with a huge open heart and just wants to listen. She's a really good listener. Um, but we want to, um, share that with you guys so that you can check out more about it. We are going to share one of their resources specifically today um, in regards to Bible time. But if you go to wholeheart.org, you can check out everything, all, that, everything that they have done. Um, there's even a timeline in the about section of their their kind of story. Um, 
but you can find all of their resources there. And um, some of the books that have encouraged us um, over the years is um, The Life-Giving Parent, The Life-Giving Table, The Mission of Motherhood. Uh, One of the newest ones that Sally just came out with is called Girls Club. So anyone listening that wants to cultivate your friendships uh, with your your lady friends, um, you know, just getting that, it, it was a huge encouragement to me. And so I just wanted to share all of that with you. Um, the other thing is Sally hosts a podcast called At Home with Sally. And it's really good. Yeah, I got to be on there with her. And uh, did we do, I did one with her and then we did one yeah. together. Um, and so we just wanted to share about that really quick because they have poured their hearts into um, serving others in a really great way. And so if you haven't heard of their ministry, which I'm sure that you guys have, please go check them out again. That's at wholeheart.org. And you can check everything out there. And the reason we wanted to share uh, Sally and Clay's ministry with you is because one of our hearts moving forward in the podcast is to share things that we just love and want to get you connected with uh, to expand your resource list, mm-hmm. things that you can glean from to grow and be strengthened and mature in your marriage and your family and your parenting, all of that. And uh, today specifically, we're actually going to share one of those resources with you. And uh, we weren't asked to do this. Uh, This is not a paid promotion. This is literally something that my family has been using now for how many, like over a month. Yeah, it's been, I would say like two, two, maybe three months. Yeah, a long time. And so we were just thinking, hey, this would be an awesome, let's just go through this resource and I bet you other people would love to get a copy of it so that they can start family Bible time in their home. Um, and it's We're, specifically, a de- it's a devotional for your family. Yeah, and we actually, we loved it so much that we are on round two. We're going to dive back right. into it. We started back at the beginning and we're going to go through it slower. And we can and, share how we did it the first time yeah. just so they can see how our process was. And that's been, yeah. that's our goal is we're actually going to walk through our experience with it, how we've used it, what we've gleaned from it, things we love about it. And we're going to give actual insights into what's in the devotional. And it's called Our 24 Family Ways. And uh, we have a link for you also so you can get that book. It's marriageaftergod.com forward slash 24 ways. It's the number 24 and the word ways all together. So it's marriageaftergod.com forward slash 24 ways to get your own copy of this. But uh, it's also available on their website and Amazon just if you need a quick, quick grab. Exactly. And so we just, we just thought, you know, we people ask us because um, we we post about our family Bible time on our on our Instagram feeds often. We've been doing it pretty consistently, and people do get really inspired when they see it. Almost like they either remember about it or have never yeah. seen it done that way. I'd say it's probably one of the most influential things that we've posted about mm-hmm. um, overall. It's the thing that we post most consistently about, and families all over the world are like, "Hey, I want to start this," or because you have posted about this, and ins- you've inspired my husband to start <laughs> doing this, or you've inspired me to start doing this, and. Um, and people have questions mm-hmm. and, you know, and it can feel daunting. Like, how do I start a family Bible time? Like, yeah. I don't know the Bible that well, or, you know, what, what, what do I do? How do I get everyone together? And what if they don't sit still and all these things? For a while, you would tell people just start in Genesis, just, yeah. just start because building the habit is the first thing. Building that consistency in, into your family is important. Right. So what's great about this resource is uh, for those, I mean, I, we've been doing this for a while and then we just started using this. And I feel like this has been, it's added another level mm-hmm. to what we've been doing. And it's so um, structured and mm-hmm. has all these great conversations that we can have with our kids. Uh, so we wanted to share about it. We're going to share about the book. We're going to share about our experience with it and yeah. the things that are in the book. I feel like I saw this on one of Sally's resource lists or maybe on her website, or maybe she shared about it. And 
I just thought, oh, that's interesting. We we do family Bible time already, and you do a pretty great job at leading through that. But I suggested that we go through this, and you were up for it. So yeah. that's kind of how it started. I ordered it, and yeah, it was it was nice because for for a while we were going through the Bible. We actually were reading through like just books of the Bible. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we got into a season where I was just reading some Proverbs, uh, but it was nice. It's a nice change of pace. And our kids have actually really enjoyed it because it's made the questions that we've asked them a lot deeper, uh, more engaging. Uh, so uh, again, we just were excited about this, this book, this devotional for your family. And we know a lot of people would probably love to have a really nice launching pad yeah. to start their own family Bible time. So before we get into talking about the book specifically, why don't we talk about why we do family Bible time and why it's so important and the things that we've experienced going through it. So why do we do it? Well, firstly, I'll just say that Aaron and I have been Christians for most of our life. We've been used to being in the Word and even sharing it occasionally with each other throughout our marriage. But once we started having kids, that's when we started realizing. Yeah. When do we start showing them who God is and reading the Bible to them? And Yeah. And I think it was through friends' examples or friends asking, you know, what that looks like in our family that really stimulated this process for us. Well, and also being encouraged through our our mentors and our pastors, recognizing that that we, I specifically Mm -hmm. am the, the spiritual leader of my home, the pastor of my home, that the main place that our children should be hearing mm-hmm. about the Lord should be from us, not mm-hmm. just in our words, but also in our actions. Mm-hmm. And we talk about this often mm-hmm. on our podcast. And so I was like, well, then let's just start. Yeah. You know, and some people say like, well, but they're too young to understand. But the point is, is if we wait until they're old enough to understand, we might've missed out on so many opportunities to build the habits because, mm-hmm. um, and, and the, the, be, them being used to being in the word of God mm-hmm. and learning to sit still, which are all the reasons why we do this. And that's what we wanted to talk about with this is that we're in the word of God with our kids and it forces us to be, um, and it forces us to be consistent mm-hmm. and disciplined in showing that our family has prioritized this. It's something that we, you know, we decided to do it early in the morning before mm-hmm. the day starts. And so the kids see, oh, this is important. Mm-hmm. We do this daily. The Bible, and we we reiterate, the Bible is the most important thing. Mm-hmm. So, so why we do it, why we do family Bible time together as a family unit is because we love God and we love His Word and we want to share yeah. that with our children and we want to build good habits with them mm-hmm. now so that when they're adults, they're already used to being in the Word of God and, you know, learning through it. And then our, our hope and our desire and our prayers that they would also carry on that uh, habit with their children. Yeah. And we want to, we do it to take away the, um, the fear of the word of God, like what, you know, what's in it, how do I do this? Uh, so the fact that we're just doing it so, so often we make it seem easy, Mm -hmm. you know, whether we read a lot or a little, we just, we kind of make it so light and easy. So we want to take away those, those, those fears or hesitations for the word of God and just make it See, make it so, super accessible to mm-hmm. our kids. So, so what are some things that you've noticed since doing family Bible time? Uh, I've noticed that our kids are, uh, they're, they're remembering things from the Bible. Mm-hmm. Uh, they get excited about Bible time. Something that I've noticed is it gives space in the day to talk about the Bible. So instead of being busy or not thinking of it, not that you're not, you know, sometimes when you're just not intentional in that way, it just doesn't come up. And so having that space in the day where you know that you're going to be talking about the Bible, it gives even the kids 
room to ask questions or mm-hmm. dialogue about its content. Um, I would also say that, um, you know, we've talked about this in the past about my health journey and just building better habits in our home and, and organization, having a structured Bible time, something that's, it's yeah. not just like, oh, let's get in the word right now. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, and it happens once every once in a while. Mm-hmm. It, it adds another level of, of discipline in the home structure, uh, which that, that structure makes the, the day feel really fluid. Yeah. It's like, we know, oh, it's Bible time. And not just we, but our children, like they expect it. They ask us, is it time? So they're looking forward to it as well. Yeah. So lots of good things have been coming out of it. Our kids, I mean, do they retain everything? No. Do do they remember what we talked about yesterday? Not often. (laughs) Do they squirm and try and play throughout the entire time? Every time. (laughs) Every time. (laughs) Um, But it's, it's, it gives us that, that atmosphere, that opportunity to get into the word of God, to Mm -hmm. pray with them to teach them to sit still, to teach them what the word of God says, mm-hmm. to to get them excited about who Jesus is. Like yeah. we just, this whole morning was about uh, Jesus and he, how he's our Lord and how we, because we love him, we want to obey him. That was a, a really cool one this, <laughs> that we did this morning. That was from the book we're going to talk about. Uh, so why don't we just, so what would you say we enjoy about doing a family Bible time? Well, I enjoy that we're spending time as a family and it's intentional. I just like that we're all sitting there in the living room. Mm-hmm listening to you, um, engaging with you. Like I think having a dad being so um, willing to participate and be a part of the family in that way, even if it's for a short amount of time, has been so beneficial from my point of view as a mom and a wife. I've really enjoyed that. And I know the kids enjoy it. Yeah. Uh, Thank you. (laughs) What I enjoy about it is seeing my kids grasp Biblical concepts when mm. they like when they finally realize like, that, that Ellie does this and he goes oh <laughs> like these big wide eyes and when he just finally figures something out uh, and that's really exciting is seeing yeah. them learn things and when we uh, apply things that we're reading about learning about to everyday things yeah you know Olive remember when mm-hmm. such and such happened does that you know how would that how would you have done that differently based on what we just read mm-hmm. and um, you know guiding them through real life yeah. Like, how does the Bible practically fit into our life? It's not just this thing we read and like, okay, great. It actually is like how we live our life. And we get to, we're confronted with personal examples, even with the kids, uh, every every time we do it. So we bring right. up, hey, remember when this happened yesterday? Or remember this morning when you guys yeah. were arguing over that toy? You know, we get to pull in and then the, you, again, you see their eyes light up and they're, they're understanding. They're putting the pieces together. And it's that is really exciting to see that growth happening right before our eyes. And it's also I, I, another thing I enjoy about it. It's another example to show our children uh, the real the reality of who we are as mm-hmm. as people. Because we often get to bring up to our kids, "Hey, me and mommy, we have to yeah. do this because we love God." Mm-hmm. Or remember the other day when I, you know, we were arguing about this, or you know, when I said this, and mm-hmm. we actually get to reveal to them our fa- fallibility, our need for God, and our need for God. <laughs> But then we we don't just leave it there. We we explain how we could yeah. have done it differently, and so we use the opportunity to not only show our kids how the Bible applies to them and how they live, mm-hmm. but how it applies to us and how we live. So we're showing them both sides, and it's not just this: me and mommy are perfect, and you guys need the Bible. <laughs> you guys need God. <laughs> we actually show them how we need God, also. Mm-hmm. And I think that's important because as adults, we can go about our day and experience certain things and yeah. even reconcile in certain ways, but. But to them and to their hearts, what are they understanding about mm-hmm. our relationship, our marriage, and and how our relationship with God matters and, and how it's impacting us? 
Um, so that's really good. One more question about family Bible time I wanted to ask, and I haven't talked to you about this yet, but what would you say is the hardest aspect? Because I don't want to give people this perception that family Bible time is easy and perfect 100% of the time no. because that's not true. It's no, actually— they're children. Yeah. And then also we're, we're adults with, with like lives and schedules <laughs> and things that are on our minds. And um, I would say the consistency is hard. Mm-hmm. There's days that we miss. Um, but we're definitely— infinitely more consistent than we used to be where when it was just every once in a while right. when I think about it. Mm-hmm. Now that it's a, a daily thing, mm-hmm. um, the consistency is much higher, but consistency is very hard. Yeah. Um, and then also, I mean, for me, this is something that I struggle with personally, uh, remembering that they're children. Yeah. And like, we, you know, we just talked about something yesterday and they're like, I don't know. I'm like, we just <laughs> talked about this. So having a, a, a patience and a gentleness mm-hmm. throughout it and, and, and making it a light thing because the last thing I want to do is make family Bible time a, a drudge, a drudgery, right. like th- that they were, they're like, oh, dad always. Yeah. Or they start to resent it. Yeah. I don't want them to resent it. I want it to be something enjoyable. And we've mm-hmm. tried finding ways to, to make it even more enjoyable, but there's the balance of, well, they, they do have to learn to, to sit still and participate. But then on the other hand, like making it light and fun mm-hmm. and, and enjoyable. Um, so I would say that's hard. Yeah. That for me, some people might have a way easier time mm-hmm. <laughs> of doing it. No, I it. think that that's probably good that's probably what i would say too and i have to be patient in um being an adult versus understanding a child's perspective in that when they're squirming or something during prayer i get offended because i'm like hello we're praying to the god of the universe let's honor him and they don't let's respect like, him. fully recognize that yet. Yeah. <laughs> yeah so again just like you said having patience and gentleness and understanding that we're leading their hearts mm-hmm. to him and that it it needs to be an enjoyable thing yeah just to reiterate a couple more points of like why we do Bible time and why you listening should strongly consider starting one in your home, especially for the dads listening, the husbands listening, that you should like lead out in this and desire say, you know, I'm sure you already desire it. And you're just thinking like, I just don't know where to start. Or, you know, I don't even know how to get to that first step. Or if you are doing it, it's just inconsistent. Yeah, that's perfect. Yeah. Uh, so just some of the points that we want to make is the point is just to be, it's to be in the word daily as a family. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, there's a couple of things that does the, the word of God is the thing that transforms us. Mm-hmm. It's powerful. It's dividing to even the bone and marrow. This is what the word of God is to us. It's the sword of the spirit. It's the thing that cuts deep into our hearts. We're not going to change our children, but the word of God can. Mm-hmm. The word of God is the only thing that can change. So being in the word of God daily, allows that to happen. It says, Lord, we want your word to be the thing that defines our home, transforms our children, transforms us. And so being in it daily is is one way of doing that as a family. And then as a spiritual leader is just recognizing that the we as a family unit, that I as a father, become the main source of that guiding and teaching and, and me showing the, the value and the um, priority of the word of God in our life mm-hmm. saying, and we, we often say this during Bible time, like this is the most important time of the day. Mm-hmm. It's nothing else. Mm-hmm. Like th- this is the most important time. The, and then we even go even deeper and say the word of God is the most important thing in our life mm-hmm. because it's what our faith is bound, um, founded on. Can I add one thing to that? Yeah. Um, for all the, the wives and the mamas listening, um, our, our role is significant as well. Even if we're not, we may be the ones leading out in this. Even more so I would say. <laughs> and, um, and our, our role is significant because we support our husbands, the fathers, in uh, teaching the Word of God to our children in the way that we 
encourage the kids to listen to dad, to respect dad, to uh, stop squirming and Mm -hmm. being that patient and gentle reminder of why we're doing Bible time, reminding them, hey, this is dad's favorite, you know, time of the day. Um, And so I just wanted to, to even, I just wanted to encourage the women listening that even if you are quiet during Bible time and you're just listening, or maybe you are asking those really engaging questions, your role is so important and so vital. Mm -hmm. And for some moms, it may be that you are leading family Bible time uh, for different reasons. Maybe your husband's deployed. Maybe uh, Maybe he's just not there spiritually yet. He's not there spiritually yet. And I want to encourage those women to be praying for your husband, that Mm -hmm. he would be the spiritual leader that you you and God desire him to be. Um, And and being uh, asking the Lord to prepare your heart to hand the baton off to your husband when he's ready. Yeah. When God brings him there, yeah. uh, this is good, and also the the support in throughout the day. I was just when say I'm that. not there. Yeah. You're reiterating. Remember, remember what we read this morning. Yep. Remember what you know. Dad was talking about um, preparing their hearts beforehand. Yeah. Uh, it, it's huge. It's all. It's we're a team. It's that's again. I was just going to point that out. That in doing family Bible time together, you are experiencing a unifying. Uh, a, thing with your family and in Mm -hmm. your marriage. And so, like you just said, throughout the day when I'm with the kids, I get to encourage them to remember Mm -hmm. what family time meant to us and and what God's teaching us through it. And so just wanted to make a little note about the importance of both rules. It's not a little note. This is a huge thing because whether they remember anything you read, they will remember your unity. Mm -hmm. They will remember forever Mm -hmm. you both being on the same page, you both uh, getting together with them to get in the word of God, they, whether they remember every single thing that was said, because they're not going to, mm-hmm. but they will remember like, man, my mom and dad every morning or every evening or whenever it is, mm-hmm. they sat with us and read us the word of God mm-hmm. and they did it together. And they were in this, uh, they were in unity together. So th- this is another reason why we do it is to show our children. We, man, we, and this is one of the whole pur- purposes of marriage after God. The, the concept is that our marriage represents to mm-hmm. them something greater um, and then it's not just a, hey, hun, go do Bible time with the kids. I'm going to go or, you know, or vice versa. Like, I'm just going to do this while you're going and cleaning and doing your own thing. It's, <laughs> it's a free time. No, it's like, it's an intentional time together as a, as a family unit to show we are, we, we prioritize the word of God. Mm-hmm. We love the word of God. We're going to chase after it together as yeah. a family. We're going to teach it to you as best as we can. As the Lord shows us things, mm-hmm. we're going to show them to you. As the Lord changes us, we're going to let you know how that's, what's happening in our life. Yeah. That's really good. Um, I wanted to share as you were talking, I thought about a personal experience that I um, I want to share because I think it's important to see or hear people's growth in processes like this. And I know because um, they only see the highlight reel of, yeah. of where we're at. But yeah, so when we started doing family Bible time, you would lead during the week, but every Wednesday you were gone uh, for a meeting, and yeah, in the morning you you had asked me to continue by leading out family Bible times. Um, on Wednesday mornings. And sometimes I did it. And sometimes I prioritized other things. And I didn't think it was that big of a deal because I thought to myself, all the other days you're doing it. So we're good. And yeah, this is a, this is a day off. Yeah. I remember you asking me about it. Hey, are you still, you do, did you do Bible time with the kids this morning? And I was like, oh no. And then the next week you asked me again. And I just felt the Lord to convict my heart on this and say, you need your, your role in this is just as significant and just as powerful. And you need to follow through with what you're being asked to do by your husband. 
And yeah, not, yeah, it wasn't like I just assumed and you were like, oh, I didn't know you wanted me to do that. I actually asked. Yeah. And so I just, I just thought I need to change in this area. And when I did, I was so blessed by it. Being able to spend that time with the kids and, and be with them and teach them through the word, just like you had been. And also let them know that we don't take breaks just because dad's not here, you know, because I think that building mm-hmm. those habits are so important. And so that was a really big growth area for me when it came to family Bible time. And it made me feel so much better when I um, submitted to you in that and followed through with it. Mm-hmm. And so hope that encourages some people out there because sometimes we can feel like um, what we do isn't as important or we can get by without doing that thing over right. there that you were asked to do. Um, but we shouldn't look at it like that. We should be willing to hear each other and understand where we're at and be unified. Amen. Yeah. And and again, this goes back to like there's days that we miss. Like something comes up, there's yeah. something's planned, uh, you know, there's sickness, like there, things happen. And so, but what's nice about the consistency that we've had is it's not a, it's not detrimental. Mm-hmm. It's not like we're like scraping by and mm-hmm. we're just doing it every once in a while. We have a there's a consistency and our kids even remind us like, "Oh, we're doing Bible time." Yeah. <laughs> Which is that's awesome and that that excites me. So, Without further ado. Yeah, without further ado, (laughs) let's talk about our 24 family ways. Yeah, we we were really excited to share this resource with you guys. One, because we went through it the one time and we're really blessed by it. And now we're jumping into it for a second time. So we're going to explain all that in a little bit. But okay, so. Hey, Marriage Every God friends. I wanted to take a short break from today's topic to thank you. Thank you for your continued faithfulness and listening each and every week. Jennifer and I have often shared with you about how important prayer is in the life of a believer. It's so important, in fact, that we're told this in 1 Thessalonians. Rejoice always, pray without ceasing, give thanks in all circumstances, for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus for you. And we want to inspire you to begin praying for your spouse and marriage every day. This world hates marriage, and so does our enemy, because he knows the power that your marriage is meant to have in this world. He knows that if you and your spouse are praying and chasing boldly after God together, that the impact Christ will have in and through you will be powerful. So we need to be praying more than ever before. Our heart is to encourage you along with everyone who listens to this show to be praying for your spouses and your marriages, to be strengthened, renewed, healed, prepared, and empowered to do the ministry that God has for you to do in this world together. So with that being said, Jennifer and I would love to invite you to join with thousands of other couples in taking our 31-day marriage prayer challenge. This is a completely free and fun way to build a habit of prayer in your marriage. All you have to do to join is visit marriageprayerchallenge.com and fill out the registration form. Once you do that, you will begin to receive an email every day from us during the 31 days to not only remind you to pray for your spouse, but we'll also give you various topics and prompts to help you know what to pray for. We dare your marriage to start praying like never before. Start the challenge today at marriageprayerchallenge.com. Now enjoy the rest of today's episode. Our 24 Family Ways is a family devotional guide. It was written by Clay Clarkson, Sally's husband, and um, it's broken up by the 24 ways, and each way is different. And then within each way, they kind of have this process where it's A-R-T-S, ask a question, read the Bible, talk about it, speak to God. So that's kind of how it's broken down. Yeah, So every family way has this structure to it, clearly written out with prompts and everything. So should I share some of the unique ways with them? Yeah, but uh, before we share the the unique ways, I just want to show how the ways are broken up. Um, so what they do, we have the book in front of us. So they have it broken up into six categories. 
there's concerning authorities, concerning relationships, concerning possessions, concerning work, concerning attitudes, and then concerning choices. And then each category has so within each category, there's four family ways, but each way is broken up into five different um, days. So you can actually spend a week going through the one way so that it really gets reiterated in, di- in different aspects and different ways to your kids. Um, and so one of the things we're, we're doing now, the, the first way we did it originally- just I call to it an it, overview. We did an overview. And what we did was we did one way a day instead of doing one way throughout a week and went through all five of the different um, variations of that one family way. And so we got through it in, in fa- way faster, but we, it was almost like an overview. We just went through each one, um, but we recognize our kids had a hard time remembering what the day before was because we went through so many of them so mm-hmm. fast. And we also didn't go through all the prompts, all the questions, no, all just the prayers. Went, we just went through one. Yeah. Um, but now what we're doing is we started back over yesterday mm-hmm. And we're going through each way and we're spending a week on each one of them. Mm-hmm. So right going now- Going more, diving more in detail, yeah. more depth. So we're right now on the first way and it, and we're on day two. Mm-hmm. And so we have a whole week of this and we're letting the kids know, you know, hey, we're doing this every day. So you can, re- giving them things to remember from it. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's just a, a quick overview. I love that they broke up the ways into different categories. Mm-hmm. So why don't we, we'll go through a few of the ways. Uh, what I actually did is I picked out one way from every category so oh, they cool. can kind of hear how they are. So the first one we'll share about is Our Family Way 3. Um, Every way starts out with um, the way written out as a sentence and then a picture below it describing in picture form what that looks like. And this is a really great way to show the kids and ask them right off the bat, what do you think is happening in the picture and getting them? So they they can't read yet. Elliot is on the way of reading. He's almost there. But... um, what we do is we turn the book around and we show them the picture and we say, Hey, what do you think's happening here? And then they describe what they see and what they think it is. Um, and then we get to explain to them what the, fa- what the family way is. Uh, this one specifically is we honor and obey our parents and the Lord with a respectful attitude. And it's this parent, it's this picture of a dad, um, happy about his son giving flowers to his, his mother. Uh, and so we just talk about that. Like, Oh, why do you think, Oh, she feels respected and, and honored. And, and so it, it just shows this picture. And um, what, what's cool about the picture well, um, in the book, and you can also buy it as a supplement, a coloring book. Oh, I didn't know um, that. That's but every cool. pic, every um, family way in the picture form is also a coloring page, and this is a really great way, especially for the younger kids, to engage with the family way throughout the day. So, giving them that coloring page, reminding them what it says and what it's about, mm-hmm. and letting them color it. It's just one of those, you know, added elements to help reinforce the idea and what they're learning about. Yeah. So our family way number three, we honor and obey our parents in the Lord with a respectful attitude. And that's under the authorities category. So do you want to read like read day one? Yeah. So day one of of the five days for this one family way um, starts off with a question. um, It says, you know, ask a question, read the Bible, talk about it, speak to God. Um, So the questions are, imagine that you were being honored for being a hero. What things might others do to honor you? How would you feel? So of course our kids go straight to Marvel characters, you know, yeah. Iron Man and And so th- this is one of the questions. It also gives you prompts that says that you can come up with your own. Mm-hmm. Sometimes we do. Some, sometimes if I read a question I'm like I don't think they'll really understand that concept, we come up with something that they will mm-hmm. based off of that idea. And then it goes to a scripture. Um and every day has a different scripture uh for this one way. So you get this varying pic- you know picture from the Bible yeah. of all the different ways that we that the Bible taught teaches on, us on 
honoring and obeying our parents with respectful attitudes. So the first day has Ephesians 6, 1 through 3. And then it gives a little prompt. It explains kind of this idea. It says, Paul instructs Christians in a household about their relationship to different authorities. He quotes a fifth commandment, the fifth commandment, Exodus 20, verse 12, to remind children to, to their responsibilities. And then you go read the scripture. And then we, and then it says, talk about it. And it has some more questions. This one says, how do you obey your parents in the Lord? Because that was what the scripture says. What is right about that? This is such a great opportunity for the kids to really um, share their hearts and understanding of what it is you guys are talking about. And sometimes they yeah. come up empty-handed. Sometimes they don't know, and then you get to share with them. Sometimes they have really good answers. Yeah. Um, sometimes they have off-the-wall answers, and that's okay, too. <laughs> and again, so depending on where your kids are at, yeah. um, sometimes the, I read the question, I just think to myself, I don't know if they're going to understand that concept. And mm -hmm. I just come up with a new question, mm -hmm. a simpler one. Mm -hmm. Hey, what word stood out to you in that scripture? Mm -hmm. Did you hear the word honor? What do you think it was talking about in there? So I just simplify it so that they can understand it. But some of the questions they, they totally get and some that they might not. Um, if you have older kids, they're kind of, all these questions would work perfect. Um, and then at the very end, it gives you some prompts on what to pray for, for that day. Uh, this one says, thank God for your father and mother. Confess to God any ways that you have dishonored or disobeyed them. Mm -hmm. Pray that God will help you to honor and obey them better every day. So it gives you this prompt even on how to pray over this family way of honoring and obeying your parents with a respectful attitude. So again, the way that this is kind of broken down is every family way has five days worth of all of this information, yep. um, asking a question, reading the Bible, talking about it, and then um, praying. So I just love the way that they've broken this down. I feel like it's a really easy guide for parents. Um, just to give some, some, I don't know, insight to our family. If you don't know, we have our oldest is six, and then we have a four-year-old, a two-year-old, and an almost one-year-old, mm -hmm. a six-year-old, a four-year-old, a two-year-old, and a one-year-old. And, uh, and so what would you say to parents who their oldest is only like two? Um, maybe they don't need this. Yeah. Maybe they use this just to talk about it and then read the verse. Mm -hmm. Um, because what we, when we started, it was very simple. We started just reading a, a verse yeah, or just reading a proverb or a, a short Psalm just but, to show them us having the Bible and reading it. Right. And I would say, um, with, with our oldest two, the six and the four-year-old, they do understand and they mm -hmm. can answer the questions. And so if your kids are a little bit older like that, up into mm -hmm. even teens, you could go through this. Yeah, and our two-year-old, the practice that he's currently growing in <laughs> is just to sit still. Yeah, and <laughs> Which, pay attention. And pay attention, yeah. And pray with us when we pray. And not play with no noisy toys. <laughs> okay, so we're going to go through a couple more of these family ways, but we won't go through all the day's information. No, just one, just, I picked out one from each category. Yeah. So this one's concerning relationships in our family. It's our family way seven. We encourage one another using only words that build up and bless others. What's cool about these is you can, I'm sure the, the listeners are immediately thinking like, oh, that's, we could use that to talk about when they're fighting. Hey, mm -hmm. are we using encouraging words or yeah. are we being mean? And that this is yeah. what we do. Yeah. So, hey, remember, we're encouragers. We use only uplifting words. Yeah. So um, our family way 10, this is concerning possessions in our family, says we are content with what we have, not coveting what others have. Um, I love how short and mm -hmm. simple these are. Um, the kids are trying to memorize them. So they might get a word or two right. of it. Um, which we or, celebrate. Or they, understand the concept. one of the words. <laughs> yeah, or if they understand the concept, but don't get it word for word, which is totally fine. Um, and then another one 
And then another one was concerning work in our family. I don't know why this one stands out to our two-year-old, but anytime dad asks any question during Bible time now, it's vacuuming. Vacuuming. Because it's a picture of his son vacuuming. But it says- He does like to vacuum. Yeah, I know. He does. He really does. Um, This is our family way 16. We take personal responsibility to keep our home neat and clean at all times. So- and if you don't realize, or if you don't, if you're not realizing this now, some of these things might convict you. Yeah. Let's talk about that for a second. <laughs> yeah. We, um, we go through this and we get convicted at the same time because we're trying to teach our children, Hey, this is one of our family ways. And then we look at each other and we're like, we should make sure this is one of the ways that we act. <laughs> so, uh, what Aaron's referring to is oh, I've had the kids do chores here and there. I, I, even on a regular it's been basis, we've been growing in. Yeah. Sure. I'll have them wipe the table down, but Sometimes I overlook what they're actually capable of. And lately, Aaron's been asking or requiring more from them. So like Elliot emptying out the dishwasher. And I don't know why I didn't think Which, to do that. Which, by the way, feels like a miracle. When it's done, you're like, wow, it's so we great. didn't every, have to do that. <laughs> every time I go to load up the dishwasher, it's empty and ready to go. And I just turn around and go, Elliot, and he does a great you're job. amazing. Yeah. So being, like Aaron said, as we go through these, um, being aware of how we can use these family ways to be incorporated for the family. Well, yeah, in reality, like, it's got to be a family way. Yeah. Like, yeah. We, either we walk in it or we don't. Right. So we can't teach our kids to do it. And then us, you know, so making our bed, that's something that we don't always do. But we've been getting better at that because, because of this book, <laughs> I think. I do it sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so our family way 18 concerning attitudes in our family says, we choose to be peacemakers even when we feel like arguing. The last one we'll share is Our Family Way 23, concerning choices in our family. We exercise self-control at all times and in every kind of situation. Um, the picture on this is pretty funny. It's a girl with a huge smile on her face, and I feel like it's me. They're at a dessert table. <laughs> at a dessert table, but she's just loaded up. She's, she's got, got cake, pie, donuts, donuts, little marshmallows, cookies, and there's this um, little boy bit older to. boy next to her, and he's scooping one little piece of pie on his plate, but he's looking over at her plate like... Are you going to eat all that? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's it, and there's there's simple concepts to show them and they can get it. Um but it, it just adds another layer to be able to discuss the idea, the topic. Mm-hmm. And I love the coloring page idea because it gives them something tactile to do. Mm-hmm. Now they're like they're engaging with the concept um with another sense. Yeah. You know, with their eyes and with their hands. So there's also um this learning the way section. So at the end of um each section, it just goes through uh what is the character development that we're trying to teach our, our yeah. children through this through learning this family way. There's scripture memory. So what what are we focusing on that we want the kids yeah, to Yeah, and I feel memorize? like that'll probably be used. Like we're not currently using that piece because our kids are younger. Yeah. Um, but we could. Yeah. Because they do memorize verses. But yeah. It just hasn't been something we've used. So and far. then um, the story starter section, it's like a paragraph explaining what the picture is. Um, and then there's a note section, which I don't really know exactly how one would use. Maybe, Maybe. you could, if you're going to make it a family devotional thing, writing down what the kids are learning or what their responses were. That's a good idea. Or uh, ways that you've adjusted for their for where they're at. Or, yeah. or um, personal stories from your family that came up that are perfect illustrations for the idea. That'd be a good thing for the note section. So that's just a, a, a quick overview of the R24 Family Ways devotional, family devotional by Clay Clarkson. We've been really enjoying it. Yeah. Uh, it, even when there's things that don't necessarily perfectly, like I can't get, if I don't think my kids are going to understand something, it's been super easy to, to, adjust. to adjust it. And it's rarely that I have to actually. I still read the same scriptures. I still read the same, most of the same prompts. 
the, and, but what I've seen happen is it naturally draws out, uh, questions and scenarios from our life. And I, Hey, remember that, you know, we just talked about this in the beginning, but like, remember yesterday when you guys were arguing about this, or you remember when you wanted so-and-so's Lego set mm-hmm. and we, and we actually get to like pull those things in so they can actually yeah. tie biblical concepts to real life. Mm-hmm. which I think actually is a hard thing for believers to do in the first place, you know, cause the Bible seems like so distant and, and ethereal and like, how does that apply? But this has been, I mean, I've really enjoyed this personally cause I'm like, it, it's been helping me take scripture and concepts from the word of God and see how it actually fits into decisions I make and choices and things that have happened. And um, just personally. I feel like you just answered the question I was going to ask so that the listeners could hear, which was, how does it make you feel equipped as you lead us through Bible time? Because Bible time before looked like going through scripture, which is totally awesome. And we really enjoyed that time. And you mm-hmm. had great engaging questions. Naturally, sometimes, yeah, it was sometimes a little bit lighter, yeah. sometimes a li- like, lot more engaging, but not always consistent with that. But going through something like this, how how did you feel like it equipped you? Or how do you feel it would equip other um parents out there as they lead through family Bible time? I feel like the biggest thing is for those that don't know where to start. Yeah. Like if someone's saying I want to, or maybe they have, like you said, and like they just, the consistency, this makes it very easy because it's like, it's ready for you. You just sit down you don't have to figure out what, what part of the Bible you're going to be in. You don't have to figure out how that's going to apply to life. You just start reading the word of God and you mm-hmm. start talking about it yeah. with your kids. So that's really good. And I also just want to make a note that, um, all of these family ways are general but universal. So any family, mm-hmm. any biblical family could go through this and go and adopt these family ways right. as You're their not own. Gonna, yeah, they're not like culturally different. They're not, there's, there's nothing in them based off of where you live or who you are. Like yeah. they, these are biblical concepts and they're going to work for anyone anywhere. I agree with that. Cool. So any last notes that you want to share or aspects uh, of it I that just, you really enjoy? I just love it. Um, we're going to, we're going to be going through, we just, like I said, we just started back over and we're going to go through each day. I'm excited to do the one way for a whole week Yeah, because I feel like our kids will grasp more of the concepts. Um, and I just think people should go pick up a copy. Cool. It's actually like really cheap on Amazon. Cool. <laughs> I'm surprised at how cheap it was. So, uh, again, if you want to get a copy of this and I, I really suggest you do, you do again, this, we're not, so I just really think you should pick up a copy of this today. Um, and cause our hearts is that every family would be doing family Bible time, that husbands would be leading their homes in the word of God. And that as marriages, we would be exemplifying yeah. what it looks like mm-hmm. in growing in that area. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's marriageaftergod.com forward slash 24 ways. That's the number 24 with the word ways, one word marriageaftergod.com forward slash 24 ways. One thing I'd like to just um, add on to encourage you guys listening is that if you aren't doing family Bible time, no matter what, in what way or structure you want to do it, whether it's going through our 24 family ways or just going through the Bible, or maybe there's another resource you've been wanting to go through, my our encouragement to you is to start doing it because it really is a unifying experience. We have loved it for our marriage. We have loved mm-hmm. it for our family, being able to teach our kids through the Word of God. And so our biggest encouragement with you today, our plead with you today is to start doing family Bible time, or if you're doing it and it's just inconsistently to pick up that consistency and make it a daily thing. Make it something that is enjoyable for your family, something memorable. Remember, you're cultivating a time throughout your day that you and your family, your kids will come to love and enjoy and remember forever. Yeah. So as always, we love to end our episodes in prayer. 
So uh, join us in prayer. Dear Lord, thank you for the gift of your holy word. Thank you for speaking to us and teaching us through your word. We pray we would be people who desire to dig into your word and people who are diligent about teaching our children your word. Thank you for others using their gifts and biblical wisdom to create resources that helps families facilitate things like family Bible time. Thank you for others who use their gifts and biblical wisdom to create resources that help facilitate things like family Bible time. We pray we would hold your word close to our hearts and meditate on it daily. Help us as a family unit to mature in understanding your word and living faithfully according to it. May we be a light in this dark world and a beacon of hope to others. In Jesus' name, amen. Again, thank you for joining us today. We pray that this blessed you. We pray that this little overview of this book inspires you to start a family Bible time today. And uh, if you love this episode, would you please consider leaving us a star rating and review? It helps others find the the podcast. It blesses us. And uh, we just would really appreciate if you did that. See you next week. Did you enjoy today's show? If you did, it would mean the world to us if you could leave us a review on iTunes. Also, if you're interested, you can find many more encouraging stories and resources at marriageaftergod.com and let us help you cultivate an extraordinary marriage. We're looking for people who have been blessed by this free podcast and our free daily marriage prayer emails and who want to help be a blessing to others. Creating and hosting this podcast and sending out our daily emails do incur financial cost. And we want to invite you to join our faithful patron team to help financially support these resources so that they can remain free for all who need them. Please join our patron team today and become one of the faithful financial supporters who desires to help bless thousands of marriages around the world. Your support will help us pay for the creation, hosting, and promotion of our podcast and daily emails. Thank you, and we hope to see you become a Marriage After God patron.